0: Isn't it just the greatest feeling in the world to know that God designed you for a purpose and that you can fulfill that eternal purpose just as easily as the next person, no matter what anyone else will tell you? So my next question is, what have you been told? What has the world sold you that you bought and now believe about what you are able to produce and how much you're able to produce? Most people won't put it on their social media. Most people don't want others to know about it. But whether you admit it or not, We are all fighting some uphill battle in our life, even on the best of days. Can you acknowledge any uphill battles in your life that you are currently fighting? Anything that you are not satisfied with or wish wasn't happening? We all have them. That's why when God says each day has enough trouble of its own, we know that the walk, especially for Christians, it's going to be tough. What if there was a way to change that mindset? to give you the keys to unlocking the confidence that God is bigger than your battles. And because you follow him, those battles are now defeated and you stand victorious in Christ. In today's episode, we are set to give you exactly that and so much more. My name is Z and my purpose today is to be a friend, a trainer that falls at the feet of the greatest trainer who will mold you into living your best life physically and spiritually. Our guest today, Kelly Tyne, is ready to climb with y'all through your toughest battles because no one ever conquered that mountain without first mastering the climb. Are y'all ready to climb? It's time to get trained by the lamb. As a breast cancer survivor and now having the platform once again to have other women overcome their obstacles, explain what that journey was like. I know that's a big part of your story. Um, for you having been through difficult periods of your life, but just being addicted to that climb and you are now a leader and a veteran in the fitness industry. Thank you.
1: It has been a, a ride. I will tell you that, a climb. But when I was opening up my first fitness business, it was, I named it Kelly's Bootcamp. And I had some local women in my community sign up for boot camp classes with me. I was a certified CrossFit instructor. So I was at a CrossFit gym. And about two months before I opened the door, I got a the phone call, Kelly, you have cancer. Mm. So I had a decision to make at that moment because here I am, the fitness girl. I was healthy. I was gonna lead this boot camp. And right. who knows where it was gonna go? And oh my gosh, like I have cancer. How did that happen? So I went through the periods of negative self-talk, like, you know, you did this to yourself, Kelly, they're not going to follow you. They're not going to come to your class. Look at you, you're a failure. And I really had to get into prayer. And what happened was the Lord really showed me, Kelly, you have to keep moving forward. Again, release this outcome to me. You signed up for a class to be a leader amongst women. Show up for them. And something just made me keep getting out of bed. And it could have been my mom, her impression <laughs> that watching her get out of bed every day when she was pretty much crippled her whole life, always got up, always had her makeup on, always had a smile, never complained. And I wanted to do that. And so I wanted to show women, yes, I got the diagnosis, but I'm here for you. If you know you're watching me, I want to be an example to you that if we just keep showing up, that's all we can do. So I actually having the boot camp held me accountable to even becoming more healthy for myself in while I was going through my treatment. It was a win-win really for me and my clients because I know that a lot of them really it lifted them up to know if Kelly's showing up, I'm gonna show up. Because listen, it was at 5 a.m. <laughs> so I was tired. <laughs> It was not just, you know, a 9am class. I was up at 4.30. I was tired, but I did. I just, I said, I'm, I'm going to do this. And no matter what, I'm going to get through it. They became my support. I leaned on them more than they even leaned on me. And it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And how my, and then it evolved. My fitness business just evolved from there because I wanted to get more healthy and learn about food and nutrition. And I was teaching boot camp, but That was the physical body. We were lifting weights, but wait a minute. What about mindset? What about nutrition? And so it really just took off from there.
0: And that was God's plan. When you mentioned like not being able to control the outcome, right? And just hope and pray for the best and just trust that God's got that in control. This is something that you had no idea what the outcome was going to be. What was God's purpose for having this? Because like you said, you were healthy. There was no reason that, you know, anything with the word cancer and it should have been attached to you and yet here it is and it's like that just shows how quickly it could happen to any of us right that you know something just unexpected comes up that we can't control that from happening and then we can't control the outcome of it either but like you said it's our response it's our mentality it's what gets us through that exactly
1: and it's just you know showing up i could have stayed in bed and i could have canceled my whole business and had a pity party and said well i'm You know, going to go through this and we'll see what happens. And I'm going to put everything on hold. But why do that? You know, if you're faced with a a decision to move forward or not, you always have to move forward because life is moving. We have to keep going. Or else, if we're not going forward, we're going backwards. And really, nobody wants to stay in that place or we don't want to stay in the same place we were. Take a chance on yourself. I always say, bet on you, bet on yourself for once. Other people are doing it. Why can't you? I'm over here doing it and I'm trying to show other people Bucks. if I can do it, you certainly can because I am no different from the next person at all. I don't have any magical powers inside me. I cried. <laughs> I mean, I've been through that breast cancer diagnosis. I actually just read a story from my book today. I've been doing a book club and it was about my son, actually. I named the story Little Tony. and When my son was six months old, he started getting sick all the time for no reason. He was vomiting and long story short, we took him to the hospital and they told us he might have a brain tumor and that stopped us dead in our tracks. But we ended up taking him to Children's Hospital in Boston and they immediately, after four or five weeks of being in the hospital, me sleeping in his crib, taking him out of the city I was in into Boston where they're a great hospital. They said we need to put a shunt system in his head ASAP, like in 12 hours. I was like, okay. I had no idea what that even meant. But here I was with a, a young mom with a baby yeah. that was, you know, and it just ties into you have to keep moving forward and just do your part, show up, move forward. Don't have the pity party, but have trust, have faith that God will make a way. And that's what we have to do in these situations. We just have to keep going and have a strong faith. And every time you put faith in God through your trials, through your obstacles, through your setbacks, God will make you stronger for the next climb. And I truly believe that because I can name you numerous stories and they're all in my book. I wrote 30 personal stories of just facing different obstacles and trying to help people stay on their own journey in life. But I am really convinced that with every setback, in every climb we take,
0: we will get stronger for the next one if we're leaning on God in his strength. How about that? God has been and is so good. I'm just a big fan of uphill battles. I think just even being able to have that as your story. And we see that a lot of times in the Bible, right? Where there's just these uphill battles, these... Just having to overcome all odds when it seems like everything is stacked against you. And that's the whole underdog story, right? That's what people love. And so I love that. And I'm sure a good handful of our listeners, as I mentioned out here, are currently struggling with their own. And I just want to encourage them once again, that God has promised to walk through those moments with you. And you said your greatest advice is to never stop climbing. Because every climb you take will make you stronger for the next one. It's that Kelly Clarkson song, right? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So what does that look like? What are the actions that we take when we climb, regardless of the issue we may be dealing with?
1: I love it. And yes, we all are going to face a climb. Life is a climb, right? That's where my podcast came from. It all stemmed from you know, life being a climb because we're never going to stop going through obstacles, setbacks, grief, heartache. There's so much. And God doesn't say life is going to be full of rainbows and butterflies. He says a lot. If you read your Bible, he warns us that life is a climb and we have to stay faithful. So it all stems from that. And leaning into faith is really how I was raised so if I can bring you back a little bit, I want to share with you yeah. my my childhood because I grew up with a mom from when I was born who had rheumatoid arthritis severely It from yeah. the minute I was born. So I watched her go through over 33 major surgeries across my life wow. and scarred from head to toe, but never, ever wavered in her faith. Uh. She had four near-death experiences, And as a little girl, I watched all this go on and I was so confused and, but yet she always had the Bible out. She was always sitting at the table reading or encouraging someone on the phone, Um, right? And it just, it is, it really, I have chills when I think about it because when I was younger and as a teenager or college kid, I almost made fun of her and I'm like, mom, don't push God on me. Okay. I'm in college. (laughs) I'm going to do my thing, but it really made an imprint in my heart and me cre- mm-hmm. the woman I am today to never give up hope. Jesus loves me. He's right there with mm-hmm. me through the trials, through the anything that comes in my way. If I keep my eyes on him and my mom really was an example of that. And it really, it, it's unbelievable how when you grow up with that, even if you do step away from your faith somewhat, God does say in the Bible, you will come back. And I can't remember what verse it is. Maybe you do, you know, pray up your children in the word and they will come back. Right. So, so faith played a big role in my life and in my health, my fitness, my business. And I just lean on that. I lost my mom four years ago and I'm an only child. So she was my rock. She was my mentor, my teacher, my Bible believing mom that taught me everything and when I lost her it was a rock bottom moment for me but I knew I had to carry on her legacy as well as my own and teach my children what she taught me through example so I could go on and on about this because it's empowering and especially if you have children you know to be that example to your kids they're watching
0: yeah oh absolutely and as a fellow only child, I I can only imagine the pain that caused you, but you're still here today. And as you just talked about, you are able to now use that once again, just furthering on your mom's legacy, her impact that she had on you and just being able to still, it's almost like she's still alive in a way, you know, where now you're able to talk just about the woman that she was. And for you now being a mother of two, what were some of the biggest things that you would say? you've seen as now you being a mother that you learned from your mother in being able to raise up your kids in the faith?
1: You know, that's a great question. And I really became aware of this recently because my mom never pushed Jesus on me. You know, she Mm -hmm. didn't really tell me that's wrong. You're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. She let me live, but she always explains the way God wanted me to live in that If I walk with him, he'll get me through. And again, she didn't push me reading my Bible. Like she would always say, Kel, let's go to church. And if I said, I'm too tired, I'm sleeping in, she would still go and she wouldn't force me to do anything because I think Mm. she wanted me to want it on my own. Which today in my forties, having two children, I respect so much because when I don't push my kids I see them really paying attention to me in embracing the faith in their own way, instead of me trying to just grill them and say, that's wrong. Don't do this. You know, that's not what Jesus wants. He wants us to be a follower and just be examples, but be disciples so we can let others see the Jesus and the light in us. And especially as parents, I think we just need to be the light in our home. And our yeah. children will will see that, even if they're going through a rebellious moment, which I did. And I rebelled against my faith, as I told you, but my mom stood by me and she never gave up. And I think also never give up praying for your children because they will come back. I
0: promise okay. you. For you personally, how have you seen your relationship with God change over the course of all that time, of all that experience?
1: You know, it has changed drastically over the last two years. Seriously. Like I, no. <laughs> I walk with God has been pretty steady since I was young, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: when COVID hit and everybody was home, I really leaned into my faith because what else were we going to do? Right. <laughs> it was either right. exercise at home, you know, or go the other way. <laughs> need everything in sight cuz you're stuck in i made a choice <laughs> to open up my bible and really just start reading a lot That's I, awesome. up, I did and i thanks and i i set up a room in my house where i actually did you see the movie war room and uh-huh. she has okay so it's it's great she has a room in her house where she goes to pray and i'm i saw the movie and i'm like i'm going to have a room in my house and i'm going to use that as my yeah, bible yeah. reading my quiet time And I just dug deep into scripture and then I wanted to just keep learning and really just lean into my faith so I could see where God wants to take me because we're all on a journey in life and sometimes we don't know where we're going, right? Like Mm. what we say to ourselves, what is our purpose? And a couple of years ago when COVID hit, I was kind of lost because I didn't have my boot camp anymore. Everything was going online. I'm like, well, where do you want me? And I realized- if I want to know where he wants me to go, I have to jump into the word. So yes. I got into the word and I just really immersed myself in, I started a woman's Bible study every Monday night. I have been doing this for almost two years now, every Monday night. And it's just so encouraging because you ask the question, how has my faith evolved? And when you lean in, I mean, your faith will grow by leaps and bounds if you just get into the word, God will reveal himself in different ways. Your personal growth, your mindset will change. So much has happened, Zach, in the last two years. And I guess I'm still in awe of how God is working in my life and excited for what's yet to come because I know he's not finished yet, (laughs) so.
0: No, he's never finished. I love this quote. You said that competing taught me more about hard work, commitment, discipline, goal setting. And once again, we said God's not finished and that giving up was not an option. I love that because it is literally the same components of how we walk in our faith, right? We are willing to go out and do the hard work. We commit, we show discipline and set goals to help keep that discipline And we're just not going to give up on Christ, giving up on Christ, giving up on our faith. It's just, it's not even an option or giving up on ourselves. Even, you know, it's just, it's not an option because I just know it's just, it's so important to set a daily routine. And I don't always like using that word routine, but just setting those, like you said, daily habits, daily disciplines that are going to get you in the word that are going to remind you, Hey, my dependence is on God and God has control over everything that happens today. Right. Well, you said it perfectly because faith
1: and fitness are really the same kind of walk in a way. Yep. And yep. We, you said routine. You don't like to use the word routine. So <laughs> I don't right. use, okay. So you know what? This is the word I use patterns. Right. What are your daily patterns? Yes. Okay. Cause there we go. We have a pattern when we wake up, we, you know, do this, that brush our teeth, mm-hmm. get dressed. It's a pattern. We do the same thing. It's the same thing with faith and fitness, whatever you start doing consistently, it's your pattern that you create uh, that you're creating, which eventually will become a habit. So in the beginning, I really didn't have a morning routine and I was curious about, well, how am I going to implement something? I have to read the word. When am I going to do this? The morning looks best for me. So I did, I decided to commit to just five minutes in the morning Starting my day in the Word instead of my phone, because I was really picking up my phone first thing in the morning for years, looking at social media, feeling down about myself. <laughs> so, and I still kept doing it because it was a pattern I created. Right. But I decided to make a change and pick up the Bible or a book, something Christian that would inspire me for the day ahead. So I, I started doing that consistently. In some mornings, I would find myself reading for 30 minutes when I only said, I'm going to do five minutes. <laughs> I, I'd be well, in that's there. a good thing, right? It is, but it, it goes along with fitness as well. If I can tie that in, whatever yeah. you're doing, if you're trying to get healthy and fit, think about the patterns that you set up along your day. Do you drive by Starbucks and get a Starbucks latte every single day? That's a, sometimes you don't even think about it and you're in the drive-thru. You have to break these patterns if you want to make change or do something healthier. And, you know, working out is the same thing. You know, it's all about starting somewhere and doing something each day, being consistent until things become a habit. So now when I wake up, if I don't read my Bible, which I am human, there are days I run out of the house. I'm not perfect in any way. I skip reading the Bible sometimes, but
0: let's all be honest here. Like, let's do be honest. My listeners at home. Don't even fool yourself. Don't even say, right. Hey, how could you know, you do it too, people. Okay. <laughs>
1: exactly. And I don't want people to think, Oh, look at this girl. She's does everything right. No, I don't. I actually don't, but I make a conscious effort to start my day in the word because you know what happens when I don't, it's just an off day. And I feel the difference. Yeah. It's just like, I've made a conscious effort along the last, whatever, 20 years to work out. And in the last five years, even to be more consistent, getting five days a week in. And now when I don't work out, it's I almost don't feel like myself. Mm. And take it from me. If you're like, oh my gosh, I could never work out five days. Start, <laughs> with one, start with one day for four weeks straight. Do one day a week, then maybe do two days a week. And see how you feel if you miss those days. It's a strange feeling. So the faith and the fitness for me, they go hand in hand. And it's all about setting up habits and really just following through and showing up. That's all we can do. And being disciplined comes with showing up. I'm not disciplined to eat a salad every day. I just kept doing it (laughs) until it became a habit. And now it's just what I do. You know, I used to eat burgers and McDonald's. And I was a junk food junkie to the nines. I never thought Kelly could would be eating green smoothies, drinking green smoothies and eating salads. But I showed up in that area and I made a pact with myself. I'm going to do this to see how I feel. Am I going to feel better? Well, I started feeling really good. So I kept doing it. And now it's part of who I am. So I feel anybody can break a bad habit or start a new one at any given moment. Because if I did, you can, right? Yeah.
0: You mentioned the phrase showing up. Adding on to that point of not giving up what we talked about, I believe that, and I even experience this on my best days sometimes, that it can be difficult to try and quote unquote, show up for yourself on a daily basis to just try and accomplish everything you set out to do. Because it could just make you tired and it can stress you out. And, you know, in last week's episode, we talked about the importance of pacing, right? Like you mentioned, whether that's starting off with one day and then working your way up to five days over time, it's important to pace yourself. It's important to find rest and not burn yourself out and to try and show up for yourself on a consistent basis on a daily basis. It can tire some people out. It can stress some people out. So for you, I know that's a big thing that you like to talk about is showing up for yourself, doing things that are just going to help get you 1% better, just 1% each and every day, right? What are some of the disciplines you've incorporated? And you may have already touched on some of them to just instill that motivation, right? To keep going, like you mentioned, even when you don't feel like it, because we it. all have those days.
1: Yes, yes, we do. And I have an answer for you about this because I struggled And what I realized over the years, and believe me, guys, this takes time and patience to figure it out. But one thing I want you to remember, the question, the biggest question you can ask yourself is, how do I want to feel at the end of the day when I lay my head down? Do I want to feel bloated if it's if you're faced with a temptation or you know, the office has donuts and they're all ordering fast food? Ask yourself if I'm going to eat this right now, how am I going to feel when I lay my head down at night? Am I going to feel guilty, shameful, bloated? Am I going to call myself fat, no good? Or am I going to resist the temptation and choose something different? Say, you know what, guys, I'm going to pass on that. I'm trying to get healthier. I think people are so afraid to stand up for themselves, but you Mm. have to ask yourself, by the end of the day, again, when I lay my head down, because I kept, Zach, when I was eating my fast food, I was feeling awful and I was the kind of girl that went off the rails every weekend. Monday would be a new day, but I did it every Monday. I had to start over until I realized I don't feel good. I'm not going anywhere. Nothing's changing. So when your alarm goes off in the morning because you really want to work out, but yet you feel tired, we're not born with motivation. Motivation happens when you start creating momentum and consistency you will all of a sudden find you're motivated because you're getting results. So when you find yourself sleepy or, oh, I just don't wanna go today or I just don't wanna eat the salad, ask yourself that big, big important question is just how do I wanna feel at the end of the day? So it all comes down to, we have the choice at, in every and any situation we're faced with. Nobody's gonna put the food in our mouth. Nobody's gonna get up for us. We have that choice. So it comes down to, if you want to show up and feel better and look better and have more faith, you got to do some kind of work, right? Mm. And there's going to be days where you don't want to do any of it. But again, it's all comes down to you making that decision and me making my decisions on what do I want at the end of the day? How do I want to feel? What am I trying yeah. to do here? And why? I think the why is important too. You know, why am I doing what I'm doing? So. It all works together in that way. And you have to ask yourself this and be aware of those answers. The awareness part
0: is huge. For the women of my community, I know they would love to hear some of your, we can call it tips and tricks, to just see themselves the way God sees them, to find a community, a sisterhood around them that is loving and supporting, because I know that's just a big thing for uh, Christian women to be able to have that resource What would you say is the most common advice for you and your platform and your program and your coaching? What is the most common advice that you would say you give to women today?
1: Well, I think it's the community thing is a really big one in not doing things alone. I've done things alone. I was on an island for a long time and I really didn't get anywhere. I found, you know, I used to say, I can do this. I'm all set. I don't need this. But when I lock arms with other women who are like-minded or a few steps ahead of me, the spiritual growth, the personal growth, the physical, like all of it, you can 10X your growth by locking arms with others. So, you know, to empower you and just really tapping into different communities like what you have going on. And me, I have my own private sisterhood on Facebook and I just encourage them always show up. Let's show up on Monday nights. Let's start with that. You know, like ask questions, lean into each other, hold each other accountable because it's really, no one succeeds alone. I really believe, right? It's better together. I always do that hashtag. We're better together. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can succeed and go higher, climb higher when we're together. So that's my number one advice. Don't do things alone.
0: Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's community, right? It always starts with, when you have a community, it always starts with just one person showing up and then it just starts and it's a domino effect.
1: Even in workouts, you know, get in with a coaching program or do something with there's other women. And, you know, maybe you guys are on Zoom together and that way too, that's how you're gonna get better in your health and fitness. So yes, community
0: is the key. Yeah. So Kelly, before we wrap up this episode, I just want to give this time over to you and tell people about your coaching, tell people about your platform, what it is you do. And if they want to reach out to you, if they want to connect if they want to get even further involved with you, what they can expect.
1: Thank you. So you can find me on social, Facebook or Instagram, just my name, Kelly Tyan, And that's my website as well. I have my book, called Addicted to the Climb, and that's on Amazon if you want to hear my stories and inspiration and how I can give you the coverage and the strength to keep climbing in your walk. And I'm also, what I am is I'm a faith-fueled health and fitness coach for women, and my programs are centered around fitness, workouts, mindset, just helping you have a good, clean relationship with healthy eating and food, because food is your friend, not your enemy. And we all need help. There's so much out there, but I just try to build healthy mindsets for women, coach them in their relationship with food and how they think about themselves. Because we all struggle at times with a negative mindset. So it's something we need to work on all the time, those negative (laughs) thoughts but that's how they can find me. They can reach out to me on any of those platforms and I'd love it. I'd love to connect.
0: Kelly Tyne, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on to the Train by a Lamb podcast. You are now a part of our christ Center Connections and we are just so thankful for you, your platform, your story, and just how inspirational it is. I hope even just for one listener today that was just able to take something really powerful away from what you were able to say. And I have no doubt that 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 is the case. And I also have no doubt that God still has you here today for a reason. At Trained by the Lamb and God Remembers, we want to help get y'all connected with our christ Center connections that will support your daily walk in this place most of us need it, right? On social media platforms. If you felt inspired by today's episode, you can follow our show to get the spiritual tools you need to live the way God designed you. I'm your host Z signing off for yet another awesome and uplifting episode. But as I mentioned every week, just because we ain't on the air doesn't mean we're not training and fighting them battles right beside you. I'll see y'all in here next week.